Welcome to the Nibble Scotland Over Coffee podcast, where our aim is to get out and about and meet some of the amazing food champions around Scotland. People who are craftsmen in their profession and have a passion for delivering the finest produce. And in Scotland, we are completely spoilt for choice in this food paradise. This week is a new one for me. When I went to meet the business partners Drew and Pierre from the Strathairn Cheese Company, Join me to hear how their diverse backgrounds have come together to launch the business in 2016. It is now internationally recognised with their gold awards for their flagship cheese and supply Michelin star restaurants, delicatessens and farmers markets across central Scotland. First up, I joined Drew for a cup of coffee in his home before heading over to meet Pierre at the dairy in the old prison of war camp at Cultibragan near Comrie. Pierre's the, the cheese guru. Right, okay. right, so I was uh, 25 years working for a fire prevention company. Okay. <laughs> Completely different, but uh, Pierre and I were friends anyway through uh, the local rugby club. Okay. So uh, so what he said was, uh, this, the type of cheese we make is a, a washed rind cheese. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, so Drew, I'm getting asked this all the time, you know, for that wash rind. It's not such a thing at that time. Uh-huh. Uh, so what would be a wash rind? What's your definition of a wash rind? So it's... Uh, it doesn't matter if it's cow's milk or sheep's milk or goat's milk, but what it is is you've got to treat the cheese, so it's milk of some sort, okay, and then you mould the cheese and then you have to wash the cheese in a brine mm-hmm. and there need to be an alcohol in a brine. Okay. So what we do is we, in Scotland, you can national drink, you've got to use a wee bit of whiskey. There's a, have you had a stinking bishop cheese? Yeah. Same style of cheese. Okay. So what you've got to do is you've got to take the cheese and you've got to wash it. You can put it in a bath or you rewash it by hand in a brine. Okay. Okay, and we put a little bit of whiskey in there as well. Right. We're okay. rude not to. I know. So you can either use that or iron brew, but I don't think iron brew would work. So. Have you? Oh, you should try it. Well, we tried cider. Uh-huh. We've used How cider. Was that? It was okay. It was a little bit sweeter than normal, mm-hmm. you know, but it was okay. So there's a, an orchard right beside where we are. I saw that. Beautiful, yeah. So uh, we used, it was a company called Scruffy Dog Cider, which is a local company, and uh, we used their cider. We still do it occasionally. There was uh-huh. an, an, an apple picking day recently, we made a batch of cheese for them. Washed in cider. Oh, lovely. Yeah. So. But I mean, there's a stinking bishops washed in a, a brine and they use perry. Right. Pear cider. So okay. and the, the French ones, they poisse, which is washing a wine, Mar de Bourgogne. Uh-huh. So there's, that, that's the uh, that's the style of cheese. So you've got to wash it uh, every two days uh, for a month. Okay. That's our main cheese, Strathairn, after the name of the company, so we call it Strathairn. And then we have a cheese called Lady Mary. So Lady Mary, there's a walk along the river here mm-hmm. between Creef and Comrie alongside the river there and lots of garlic grows down there and that's why the name comes from. We try to use local names. Mm-hmm. Strathern is this area, Lady Mary, Lady Mary's Walk. It's a very soft lactic style cheese. And we put wild garlic, which we pick ourselves, and truffle oil just on top of the cheese. Okay. Now what we do is we pick it and we freeze it for all year round. I mean, it's steamed, you know, and it's frozen it's and all that kind of stuff, so it's fine. And then we have a, wee, a new cheese which is called Wee Comrie, uh-huh. which is a mild cheese, a little round one, uh, uh-huh. obviously named after the I've village. I've seen that, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And that's basically three cheeses. We do do kind of variations of it. We make it, this time of year we do a truffle. Uh-huh. We call it Truffle Mary. Okay. Which is the same cheese, but no garlic, truffle oil, but we put truffles through the cheese. So like from Duke Fire Prevention, mm. and I believe you do cheese as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it's, I mean, I'd been 25 years doing that. You know, and uh, a bit like Pierre, he got a bit brassed off. That I was all over Scotland, staying away from home, and, and I'm 60 next year. Oh, you know, and I thought, hmm, I'm getting a bit hacked off driving motorways day in, day out, yeah. you know, going to factories and whatever. So I was getting a bit restless anyway, and Pierre came along with this idea. Uh-huh. And uh, 
So I went away and I thought about it. And I came back and said, listen, Pierre, if, if, you're interested, if you're serious about this business, carry on, right? And you're looking for a business partner. And he did say to me, Looks, it's too much for one person. Uh-huh. He said, if you're looking for a business partner, I said, I'll come on board and we'll give it a go. Good. So that was, we started the, the business January 2016. That's worked. But obviously we thought before that, it was all the preparation and uh-huh. for premises and all that stuff. I mean, that's quite an unusual premises you've got. Yeah, well. Fabulous. The reason for those premises, we want to stay in the area, mm-hmm. so we could have moved to Perth or Stirling, mm. uh, but we want to stay in the sort of Creef, Comrie, Ocarada, Strathairn area, and we're looking for uh, somewhere like a dairy-style premises, mm-hmm. but Pierre was speaking to other cheesemakers and they said, whatever you do, make sure you've got a really good floor, a good stone floor, okay. because the way when you make the cheese is quite corrosive, so mm. if you've got linoleum or wood like this, that's just going to eat it up and you're going to have to replace it. Okay. So, in our travels, looking around for premises, we went to that place. It was a bit derelict, you know. All oh, right, okay, from uh, before. Yeah, from uh, before right, we, yeah. But we saw the floor, uh-huh. you know, and Pierre just went, you know, look at the floor, you know, and, and there was a drain in the corner as well. So it gets scrubbed down at least once, maybe twice uh-huh. a day. Uh-huh. And I think it was the floor swung it. The carpenters next door, so we were one of the first people in. Okay. So they gave us a really good deal. Uh-huh. There. So the deal was good. Uh-huh. The, the, the floor was good, but then we got the builders in and they built a kind of, as you, as you saw it, so wet walls, the new ceiling, and all that kind of stuff. And did you get some funding or did you get some support from the council? We got, no, we put some money in ourselves. Uh, Pierre's father put some money in and we got, uh, we took a loan from The first few years in the business is always the hardest. A lot of so people say that through, to us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, I mean, we've got growth has gone up every year. Uh-huh. But I was just... What's been the three, what's been the couple of challenges that you've had since starting then? Uh, so it's just getting new customers. Mm-hmm. So initially, what the idea was is to uh, make the cheese, contact the wholesalers. They'd come and take it up. Happy days, they paid it off. You know, nothing's that easy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know that that was the initial plan. But then we thought, mm, that's not good. And then they're not buying enough cheese. Uh-huh. Uh, so the farmers markets at the weekend uh-huh. and shows. We started doing uh, like island shows. And Pierre's going to the Foodies Festival in Edinburgh okay. this weekend. So things like that. Mm-hmm. And we also now supply directly to it's like delis and farm shops, but just in this area. Okay. So, well, I say this area, Persia and Fife. Okay. okay. And enough. restaurants okay. hotels. Uh-huh. So that's the three ways we now. You work. I'd imagine it's like tasting the cheese as your sales. It's funny, you know, so. it's at the, at the farmer's markets, put tasters out and seriously, nine times out of ten, if people taste the cheese, they'll buy it. How would you serve it? Pierre has got a recipe, uh, it's like a tataflette. Right. Okay, they're really easy. Okay. So it's like a French kind of everyday kind of meal. All you do is, you, you can eat, have the cheese cold if you like, just with crackers or oak cakes, okay. that's fine. But it's a nice little recipe if you take, it's, you can do it with the wee comrie and the strafer, and you chop it up, put it in a little ramekin, mm-hmm. and put it in the oven about 200 degrees, just let it melt. Mm-hmm. Right, bring it out, sprinkle nuts, walnuts or hazelnuts, whatever you fancy, and a drizzle of honey and get some nice crusty bread. Tuck in. Oh. So easy and it's absolutely delicious. It really is. <laughs> we'll have to get that you know, to get a picture that's, of that. That's going. really good, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's I'm great for this kind of weather that. anyway. That's perfect, yeah. it's perfect. So what would you like to happen in the next five years? It's pretty much established in Scotland. Okay. I mean the cheese goes to some pretty good restaurants, you know, it's some Michelin star restaurants. Martin Wishup takes our cheese, uh, the Pete in. St Andrews takes our cheese, uh, Cromlicks, Glen Eagles takes our cheese, places in Edinburgh, the Witchery. Prestonfield. Mm-hmm. I just found it out not long ago. Okay. They, they use our cheese as well. Okay. So that's good. It's good in Scotland. It's nice you know. it's getting tasted inside. Yes, and that's via the wholesaler. Mm-hmm. So what we'd like to do is actually, uh, we'd, we'd love to get our cheese uh, UK-wide. A company called Paxton and Whitfield in London, 
who are, I don't know if you've heard the, the famous saying by Winston Churchill, right? he said, uh, uh, gentlemen buy their clothes from uh, Savile Row, but they also buy their cheese from Paxton Whitfield. That's where you, so that's where you want it to be. Yeah, so they do take right. the cheese, but they take it regularly. They don't right, take it all okay. the time. Okay. So we'd love it to be uh, more regular. Okay. You know, so uh, so how do you get the story about the Strathairn cheese out to people? Social media. Okay. So who's, social, who's the guru? Well, Pierre does, he does Twitter. I do Facebook and we do, he does Instagram as well. Okay. So that's, but we need to obviously, Pierre had a trip last uh, January when we were quiet. Okay. He went down to London with samples uh-huh. and walked around some of the big cheese mongers down there. Uh-huh. You know, which is, we, we don't really know. What they did say to Pierre was, we're interested in your cheese, but we'd, we'd only buy it for Burns Night because of this, the Burns Night and the whiskey and the okay. cheese. Do you offer special hampers or package it up together for Christmas? Or? We, we thought of that and we tried it. And, you know, we had a really big discussion about it, but we thought, just, at the moment, just we always make it's sold. What's your fa- which is your favourite farmer's market? I like Bowhouse at the moment. So Bowhouse is an indoor market. It was actually on the country file the other night okay. there. Or was it Landward? I can't remember. It's indoors. It's this Balkaski estate near yeah. Amsterdam Fife. Yeah. Right? It's indoors. It's a it's arts and crafts and it's food. Uh-huh. Right? And there's also like a food court and they've got music on and talk. So it's really good. Uh-huh. It's a really busy market as well. Yeah, one of the best ones actually is Aberfeldy, which is only in the summertime. Uh-huh. And I think what it is there is Aberfeldy is a kind of holiday town. It's quite a good tourism little town. And you get a lot of people there who are, uh, they, they stay, they don't stay in hotels, they stay in lodges or these motorhomes, that kind of stuff. Uh-huh. And they come to the market and they like to have uh, a bit of local cheese. So you uh, cook at home? No. <laughs> no, Pierre's a cook. You know, he's he's the guru of the yeah, two of us. You know, yeah. he's he gets asked how to do talks, do cheese, uh, delis and stuff, you know. Uh-huh. So with an intro like that from Drew, it's time to pop back into the car and head over to the dairy to meet Pierre, who's hard at work making the cheese. Alright, good morning, how are you? Thank you. Good to meet you. Pierre, what's your full name? Pierre Léger. Léger. Where are you from? Uh, born in the Loire Valley. Lovely. Grew outside Paris uh-huh. and came into the UK when I was 16 years old. Wow. And then worked in hotels and restaurants. Okay. I was working for a wholesaler company okay. uh, based in Edinburgh uh-huh. and we used to supply hotels and restaurants with a variety of products, including cheese. Okay. And my job was to go and meet with the chefs and get them to buy products. Uh-huh. And when we come to cheese selection, there was a couple of things that were obviously missing from the Scottish cheesemakers. Okay. One in particular was the the washed the washed rind cheese. So okay. that's the Strathern that we do that we wash in whiskey. Okay. So that's quite common on the continent. Mm-hmm. You know, in France with Master et Poisse, in. Um, uh, in Italy with Taleggio, in Spain with uh, Mahon, and um, uh, and even in England with the uh, Stinking Bishop. Mm-hmm. Ireland, I've got quite a lot of wash rind as well, but nothing in Scotland. Nothing. I, I, I played about making cheese at home. Okay, so making cheese was not was not too difficult. Making that style of cheese, I needed to go. So as as I went for a um, a cheese making course okay. in, in England. Uh-huh. And uh, with the uh, with a, with a tutor there, we worked on uh, 
on, on the recipe a little bit mm-hmm. and came up here and started um, started making the cheese. Okay. So we, we buy the co- we buy the starter cultures, we buy the um, um, the, the ripening cultures as well. Okay, uh, it's such a beautiful environment to yeah. be. Yeah, yeah. But have you gr- been in this area for a long time? Yeah, yeah, uh, f- twenty five years in Crete. But it's a nice little community for new businesses yes, and young businesses right. uh, to really go in. And so with the cheese, are you? Is it the one Strathern, or is there other cheeses that you're so doing? We make we now make three cheeses. We make the Strafern, we make the Lazy Mary, which is a soft cream cheese that's topped or flavoured with wild garlic. Okay. Um, and we make the Wicomri, that was our latest addition, that's a very mild and mellow cheese. Uh, we found the Strafern, so a lot, a few people didn't like the fact they were so strong. Okay. And the, week, the, the Lady Mary is flavoured with wild garlic. Mm-hmm. So we were seeing people walking away at farmer's markets and not buying our cheese, so uh-huh. they were looking for something milder. Yeah. So we've, we've made a very mild and mellow buttery cheese that's uh, very nice and it just fits rightly with, uh, with, with what we do. There's quite a competitive market in the cheese aisle. Mm. What's, how are you getting people to try them and see them? Uh, you know, farmers markets and mm-hmm. uh, that, that's, that's really for, you know, to get the public to know, to know about it. And the award wins? And the award wins. The award wins are nice. It's, it's nice for us to tell us that we're doing something, something right. Uh-huh. It's good for social media. It, uh, it gives us something meaningful to put on social media, mm-hmm. as opposed to say, "Hey, look, you know." We're, What's we're, the nicest award you've had? Uh, best Scottish is, um, is 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 the best. But um, I think the combination of all the awards that we got that year at uh, at the Royal Island Show mm-hmm. was 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 very very good. That was best Scottish. That was reserve champion, a gold medal, obviously. Um, then it was uh, best specialty products. There was about five or six awards, and we we won every everything mm-hmm. uh, for the Strafern. So that was really really encouraging. That's great, and um, then that's a platform for you. That's to a platform. Take you. The, the the first award we ever got was a gold medal at the World Cheese Awards with the best Scottish at the World Cheese Awards, mm-hmm. and that was fairly special because we that was our first ever competition. We uh-huh. just entered the cheese. We were nine months in production, uh-huh. and we just thought, well, well let's see, and, and, and hopefully we'll get some feedback and see what we have to work on. Uh-huh. And we came back with, with that, and I was, uh, that, that was really, but we're still gobsmacked. We still don't know <laughs> how, how we managed to do that. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a serious competition with, pe- with cheeses from all over the world. Uh, I think, I can't remember, la- the last count, it was something like 1,500 cheeses. Wow. And uh, for us to get a gold medal there, we were we were pleased. So which one was it that got the gold? Was it the Strathairn? Strathairn. Strathairn. Yeah. Oh. We can't send the, uh, the the Lady Mary. It's too soft. Okay. It doesn't travel very well. Mm-hmm. It's a kind of cheese that works very well for us at farmers markets. Mm-hmm. We make it. We take it. We said to the people, oh, it was made ten days ago. There you go. It's to eat now. Yeah. Don't don't leave it too long. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, it's that's that's what it's that's what it's about. So that works very well for that. Uh-huh. Uh, the Wicomri is middle of the road, is mild and mellow, no point in taking to a competition. The judges will say hasn't got enough character. Okay. We purposely make it mild and mellow. Yeah. Because that's what people Cover want. Everybody. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. But the Strathairn, like to 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 get into those awards where it's blind tasting and like people don't know the background, the history and stuff, that yeah. is such a great yes. accolade to have. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So what is the process here up here? Do you do a a, che- a different cheese each day or 
in a normal week, and this is not normal because this is the build up to Christmas, mm -hmm. so we've been trying to make cheese whenever we can. But in a normal week, we'll make a batch of each. Okay. Okay, so we'll, we'll make uh, every, on the Monday, we'll make a Strafern, on the Tuesday, we'll make Lady Mary. Wednesday, we might make another batch of Strafern, and Thursday, we'll make uh, Week Omri. Okay. And that's it. Wednesday, or Friday, we get ready for the farmer's market, mm -hmm. wrapping. Just doing that, but all of this cheese also we have. There's a lot of uh, maintenance, cheese maintenance, looking after the cheese, turning it, mm. washing it, scrubbing them, or whatever. Just you know, looking after them. So every um, every day until they mature. For the business, it, it's it's very interesting. Uh, all the cultures and all the cheese making equipment, everything comes from the continent. Uh -huh. uh, we buy through an agent in in England. Okay. But they're an agent for a French company. Okay. The equipment that we buy it comes from France or Germany. Okay. So because there are no um, industry for cheese making equipment and, and cultures, uh, you know, British industries, it just doesn't happen. Everything gets from the continent. It's coming through. So it could be a price increase because of that. Mm. The flip side of the coin is that if there is an import tax on foreign product, Continental cheese will not be as um, as cheap as what they are, mm -hmm. and therefore we might not be we might not look to that that expensive, and people might just think, well, I might as well buy British rather than buying from the continent. Mm -hmm. So Brexit could see our sales going up, but our costs going up. Yeah, who knows? And who knows? <laughs> Where is it going to go? You know? <laughs> so, as a young man in France, what did you think you'd be doing? Uh, I, I've always worked in the catering industry and okay. I've always uh, always worked with food mm -hmm. so I just this is no surprise to me okay yeah this is not you know fine this yeah, another chapter <laughs> I've worked in hotels and restaurants I've worked, I've worked in front of house and in the kitchens mm -hmm. uh, I've worked for a wholesale company I've worked for a fishmonger right so I've, I've always worked around food so. so then for the next five years of Strathairn, what would you like to see happen? So we would like to see uh, an expansion. We have an expansion program. We've got, we've got, uh, we've got a room next to us that, that's ready to be um, converted. Okay. Uh, we would like to see possibly uh, an introduction of a new cheese. Mm -hmm. Okay, Something that people ask us a lot. And how long have you been doing farmer's markets then? Uh, so about three and a half years. So it's, it's, we we started making cheese for you know four years ago and okay. we we eventually we, we started in um, in March and I think our first farmers market was in August. Okay. So that's when uh, that's when we. Started. What's your tick box of a good market? I, I'd say you know something like Perth and Stirling markets are are very good. They are they are in city centre of uh, market towns mm -hmm. and where people live in satellite villages and they come to they they, they come. To the market or okay. to the market town on a Saturday. Uh -huh. Now mostly to do their to do their clothes shopping uh -huh. and buying whatever. But once the market is there, they always take five minutes just to walk walk up and down the, the and and discover new things. Uh -huh. So that's that, that's a really good format for us. Mm -hmm. Okay, um, there are other markets who are not so you know not so great. We we do them because we have to. That's our timer to go that's and get the, so, um, what we're we doing. Cutting the curds. Yeah. So cheese waits for no one. Instantly the smell. And that's a truffle. So we've made the, the truffle. We made the truffle cheese on uh, on Friday. Okay. Uh, Moulded it on Saturday. Uh, drained on uh, Sunday. 
And today is getting sorted. Yeah. He's about to go in the maturing room once it's sorted. What we found challenging was the, it's the fact that um, we use a, we use milk, which is a live product, mm -hmm. and it changes seasonally. Okay. Yeah. So what we have is we have a product that although it's very similar and we do, we're trying to be as... Um, we're trying to make it as standard yeah. as you can. That's but, right. But uh, yeah, so, sure. once, so once the cheese is, is ready, we turn it out of the mould onto racks and then the racks will go in the maturing. Try not to touch so anything. a lot of cheese in wow. here. Look at this stack, trays of beautiful cheese. For Christmas, there's okay. about uh, 1,200 cheeses in here at the moment. Okay. All with a little label all telling you what the batch number and when it was made. Okay. So we look after those cheese every two days, the strafen will come out and get a wash in the brine flavoured with whiskey. Okay. Every, uh, every day these cheese will get turned. Okay, lovely. And every two days these ones will either get a wash, so these will get a wash and these will probably just get turned. Okay. We, ask, we, assess, we assess what's happening. Constant temperature in the maturing room of 13 degrees uh -huh. and very high levels of humidity. So when, where do you want your, your cheese sold? Where would be your... So um, I think we would like to see what's happening now carry on. Uh -huh. uh, so selling it to high-end delicatessens, um, farm shops, uh, in uh, very good quality hotels and restaurants. Uh -huh. um, all over Scotland, of course, mm -hmm. and then after that, south of the border. Okay. Um, if everybody in Scotland, if every hotel and restaurant in Scotland would take our cheese, we wouldn't be able to. Uh, be to, happy. To, we'll be very, very happy. <laughs> <laughs> so I think we have to be realistic rather uh -huh. than thinking about export and um, and so yeah. on. No, let's have a look what we can do yeah. here first. So a big thank you to Pierre and Drew for their insight into their business and letting us in to see their world at Strathairn Cheese Company. Thank you for listening to this podcast and should you be interested in taking part in a future episode or even sponsoring Nibble Scotland over coffee, please don't hesitate to contact me. Details are on the webpage. Thank you for listening and remember to subscribe so you don't miss a future episode. Bye for now.